Sunset, turn up the trance. You're about to enter Trance Sanctuary. Promoting trance across the world. Welcome to the Trance Sanctuary Podcast. The Trance Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome along to the latest show, episode 105, and we're kicking off with a guest mix from Adam Taylor, who will be playing at our after party in November. Stick around as well. Sean Tyus supplies a mix in the second half, and I also have a chat with him about his appearance at Ministry of Sound. What to expect and what he's been doing in the studio. But onward with the tunes. Adam Taylor steps up first on episode 105. This is the Trance Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Banks.
This is the Trance Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Banks.
I want you for a lifetime 
The Trance Sanctuary Guest Mix. You're in the mix with Adam Taylor, who you'll be able to catch playing at After Party in November at Egg in London, alongside Will Reese, Amos and Riot Knight, Ed Lynham, uh, Bryn Whiten and Hamza. Limited tickets are still available, but get in there quick. Stick around to the end as well. I'll be giving you further information about our annual New Year's Day party. But back to the music.
Yeah. 
This is the Trance Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Banks.
I can't stop myself from being in love with you. Though I know one day you'll re-break my heart when you end up in someone else's arms. I just can't make myself see sense and face the truth that I'm nothing. on the Transactory Podcast with a stellar mix for this episode. Adam has a brand new EP coming out soon on DSR Records and a new vocal track where he's teamed up with trance legend Marcella Woods. Remember her? Wow. Which uh, which he has told me he'll be debuting at the After Party. So secure yourself a ticket to hear that live on November 12th. Head to Skiddle to get your tickets and get your last remaining tickets for the main event if you haven't already. Transactory.com is the link to the official page and only official page and secure your place there. Massive thanks to Adam for that great guest mix. Sean Tyus joins us a little later, but now we have our tune of the month. Tune 
tune of the month. Uh, Bryn Whiten, who will also be our after party, he is here for this month's tune of the month, uh, releasing this alongside NG Resonance. Uh, on Defined Digital Records, this is called Limitless. Tune of the month. The Trump Sanctuary Podcast with Slim
Uh, Bryn Whiten continuing on fine form with Limitless alongside NG Resonance. If you haven't already, then why not check out uh, Bryn's album released on Tidy Records back in August called My Story, uh, with collabs alongside like Nicholson, uh, Ali Wilson, uh, Xander Club, and many, many more. Trance and hard trance goodness designed for dance floor destruction. See uh, Bryn at Trance Sanctuary in November. And you know who would also be there? The Artist Spotlight. Renegade System, join us at the main party. Uh, they are in the second room on November 12th, uh, and he brings his hard trance sound to ministry. This track released on Sean Tyus's label Degenerate and receiving plenty of plays from the label boss himself. Uh, see if you can also guess uh, where that cheeky vocal sample comes from and I'll let you know at the end. All right, Spotlight track for this episode, Renegade System on a high. The Artist Spotlight. Spotlight.
Artist Spotlight. So if you guessed Katy Perry, then you'd be correct. Renegade System bringing his harder sound to the show and expect more of that at the party on November 12th as we take over Ministry of Sound for Carnage. Sean Tice is mere moments away, but up first, we have my top three tracks. Banks's Big Three. Borderline continue on fine form with their new release from Chris Johnson, who continues his impressive run of releases in 2022, utilizing some brilliant chanting vocals and uh, a beautiful uh, bit of harp work. Uh, this track is called The Next Chapter. Number three. three, three, three.
Shattered by Chris Johnson in at three, becoming in now in at two, and taken from Giuseppe's label and part of his masterclass EP, where the talent that he's been nurturing on his production courses have had their releases and hard work put out to the world. This for me really stood out. Uh, NRG Core Asteria. Number
number two. Check out more tracks on the EP out now. Uh, seems to be a great amount of talent coming from uh, Giuseppe's masterclass. NRG Core in at two. And now building in for my number one track. This is the Trance Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Banks. Number one. The team up with John Askew and uh, Activa was always going to get tongues wagging and when, they, and when they said they were going to release Trance, that felt like that mid-noughties vibe. People got even more excited. Uh, after a few uh, live sets to test the water, they probably went for it at Luminosity show uh, this year and they really showcased a load of new music from themselves. And this was one of the highlights and it's out to buy AA Meeting and the track called Summit, my number one tune. Banks' Big Three. Number one. Number one, 
meeting and summit and that is in at one for this episode we've got a couple of shouts uh, for the podcast uh, going out to joe uh, chilcott who is a regular listener to the show thanks for your kind words uh, fella and also to drew henderson listening from uh, washington dc who was loving richard duran's set from the last episode glad you've been enjoying the shows gents of course you can always catch up with all the episodes available uh, through your podcast provider or soundcloud And of course, it's always great to hear from people. So please do keep sending us those messages and anything good, and we'll read them out. But, you know, keep it clean, eh? On to our second half of the show. And he's making a very much welcome return to Trans Sanctuary in November. He's done a very special mix for us on the podcast. That's coming up. But first, I sat down with Sean Tyres to find out what he's been doing in the studio, what he expects from the upcoming party, and anything else that really just popped up. This is the Trans Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Banks. Sean Tice, welcome along to the podcast. Well, thank you for having me, Alan, and thank you to Trans Sanctuary to have me on the show. I mean, it's been a few years since you last played for Trans Sanctuary. I think it was the eighth birthday uh, over at Fabric, and now we're back at Ministry of Sound. What are your What are your memories of Trans Sanctuary? Oh, transaction was awesome. I think, did I also do the, the after party at the egg, that, that particular event as well? I think you probably did. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was a sick thing. Number one, I, let, let's just all start. We're all getting a bit older. The, these day parties are freaking fantastic where you're, you're it's mm-hmm. like you go in at 5 p.m. It's so cool. Like, you know, you don't have to rest up at all before you go out. You just go for it. And I think that really helps the energy level in the, in the venue as well when everybody's just, you know, absolutely fresh. You don't even have time to get a pregame game session you so you so you you're you're really all fresh um and so are the clubbers in there so that's a good aspect of these early parties i mean trans sanctuary we're moving away you you've played at ministry and this is the first time trans sanctuary's been at ministry you've been and, and played at ministry plenty of times before right do you think do you think we're gonna do you think trans sanctuary can replicate what they had at fabric at ministry bigger main room 
you know, a bit more, you know, the, this huge history of the ministry? I think so. I mean, the vibe at ministry is always great. I love the super wide DJ booth. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can have your friends up there, quite a bit, well, quite a bit of them anyway, whoever fits. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it is always a bit of a mad one because you, you, the, the people are right there. People are really quite close in ministry of sound to you, mm-hmm. um, which I love. I love that, you know, at any mm-hmm. particular part. There's also very similar, like the Luminosity Beach Festival, where you have the people more or less over your shoulder watching every move you're making. And I like that about ministry too. People are quite close. Um, it's, you know, it's dark, hot, sweaty, and loud. And this is what we like. This is the point of the scene. Yep, that's it. That's what we like. And what have you got planned for us? Have you got any kind of like new bits coming up? Have you done any special bootlegs, edits, new tracks? Um, not so many bootlegs lately, but a lot more like new originals. Um, uh, some of them are a bit slower, but I got one I just finished last week with a nice, um, you know, a, t- a melody. I was just kind of jamming out on the JP and then like ended up with this pad progression. I'm like, really like, okay, that's got to be pure trance. And then I just developed the idea and ended up with this really, really, not really old school, but um, very, relatively simple, poignant, think in the terms of how Lyft was kind of programmed, where Lyft was a very simple tune uh, at its core. And same idea here, um, really simple, but so effective. And the track ended up, ends up, you know, the in terms of the arrangement, it drops twice. You don't see that very much anymore. And it doesn't mm-hmm. even start with a kick. I'm like, let's just be as abnormal and obnoxious as possible. I'm not even going to start. And the track, track's first minute is completely percussionless. So I'm like, yep, that's 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 what I want. <laughs> that's definitely a nod to like the old school way. I remember plenty of vinyl back in the day where there was no kick drum to start. There was some sort of cool kind of like creative, either some pads to begin with and or some sparse percussion or just sounds. Is, is this a new route for you? Are you gonna are you bucking the trend now with some of the productions? Just I, don't, to... I, I don't know, but I mean, in all fairness, yeah, other styles do it um, unapologetically. Drum and bass mm. normally starts their tracks with at least 16 to 32 bars of absolutely no beats. Psytrance starts with 16 at what usually 32 mm-hmm. bars with absolutely no beats. Um, so, you know, why are we not allowed to do that? I mean, any DJ knows how to hot cue, so it should represent no issue. And then you have a basically an intro track that's also pre-done as well well for starting sets out um kind of nice it's like best of both worlds i'm not i'm not even going to do a, a separate edit because people know how to use hot cues hopefully well exactly and i guess it's not the days of vinyl where you you want to have that little bit of extra time to bring that mix in it is you know the, the, the style of dj now has changed isn't it the, the as you rightly point out the hot cues yep quick yep. mix in the, you don't need a minute you can get away with even 30 seconds if if you or even less if you know where your cue points are going to hit exact you really do you really do that's true are you are you a man who does program hot cues? Do you do you spend some time to really you know, religiously delve into that? Yeah, religiously, definitely thing. But I don't really, I don't necessarily. Well, I'll you, I'll actually, I very rarely actually hit the hot cue buttons. I use them as markers throughout the, throughout the track to remind me of special situations, and I color code those special situations. For mm. example, if a producer has, I usually cut them out. But if I don't have time to cut them out, a hot cue. For example, I'll use uh, yellow if I see that there is a um, you know a one. Bu- like, you know, every once in a while before that outro, you'll have that one or two bar, just complete dead stop, which is very mm-hmm. annoying for mixes because it fucks up your 16 bar count. And yep. uh, I'll just make a note of that. So I know, okay, there's going to be a stop coming up. Just be ready for that. You know, in the mix of a cl- busy club night and stuff like that, this is not stuff you're necessarily vigilant for. So I, I'll try to keep an eyes, for, eyes out for those. It just has visual cues as to what's coming up. Um, though the hot cues are also really convenient in terms of, shit, I missed my mix in point. You know, no problem. I'll catch the next one and I'll I hit the second hot cue which starts the track 16 bars into it or something like that 
Mm. And do you use the uh, and do you use the the sync button as well to no, keep just to, fuck, just to make no. things easy? No, you're not, you're, you don't. <laughs> the only time I'll ever hit the sync and I will turn it off immediately right after is if say you for this is a good example because people will understand why. If you have a 140 track, say you're banging on a 140 track and you're going to play a 128, maybe a techno banger right after it, you're not mm. going to get to 140 because I'm mixing plus six mode, so you, that's not going to get to 140 to mix it. So the only way to do that is to just quickly go into uh, sync and then turn it off and it'll quickly jump up to 140 and you're good so it's the only time mm. i'll cheat because the machine just doesn't do it and i refuse to switch into plus 10 minus 10 mode i just like the plus six uh precision yes of course yeah and how long does it normally take for you to set up all these hot cues is it are you do, do you do it like religiously when religiously you now it's, it's just like a, it it's now a, just yeah exactly exactly it's just a pattern just trained into doing new tracks like that program it straight away boom into into your folders yeah and, and it's also up. it's also really good to have you know a lot of tracks do they have kind of more and more tracks are having abnormal you know, maybe it's a quick pause before the outro, like I said before, or just sometimes they just don't exactly line up on a 16 or 32 or a 64 mm. count. So it's nice to have these cues because like the cue will actually just appear kind of in the middle of what looks like to be a breakdown visually. And you wouldn't have thought that's where you need to be mixing. But having the cue there, it's like, it's really good. Good tip to any DJ that doesn't do that now. Uh, so, I mean, we're obviously we're talking about all the music and you've obviously got your own labels as well. Uh, have you been getting any kind of like new new music coming through that as you, you feel as though is taking the next steps into where trance could be? Uh, you, are there artists that, you're, that you've picked out and are supporting and you feel could be tipped? It's so hard. Like, we, yeah, we are. I mean, of course, I'm a massive. We, I've become a massive fan of Nicholas Meneku, one of uh, Regenerate's favorite artists up and coming. Mm -hmm. uh, Kalios as well. Michael Kalios, who's not necessarily a new artist per se, but another another really, really bright star. Um, uh, actually, by the time, yeah, by the time um, you'll see why by the time this is actually because that was actually, yeah, you'll find out why by the time this does go live. Um, and of course, Meta and Glide are good friends. They've become good friends mm -hmm. throughout the years. But everybody does, everybody, whether I name, name them or not. Uh, also, P2S is, is a guy that's actually, that that's a guy that is really not afraid of really trying some new stuff. Um, mm. And it's it's good to have him back in the in the fold because he, he went quiet for a bit and now he's been super productive. Um, so, you know, more and more guys are, are starting to break the mold. But I, mm -hmm. I think, you know, if the other genres are able to borrow from us, I think we need to start borrowing from the other genres as well and start expanding our sonic and uh, sonic palette. Um, you know, why should we? What One thing I'm sure you've noticed over the years is trance has less and less and less per percussion as time goes on. And I'm not talking mm -hmm. about hi-hats. That's not fucking percussion, but less percussive elements yep. that are really yep. you know that are really doing it so that's that's a big issue yeah i remember trance that used to have heavy kind of like toms in you know that kind of like right. tribal kind of stuff those there are was, gone yeah, unless loads. you're talking about progressive yep. trance then it's quite yeah the progressive stuff is you know it's slower and i had trouble really warming up to it but i've been listening to a lot more stuff like uh, and juna beats lately and that's a great example and juna beats is like you know they never really left trance and i had thought they did but it's not it's just slower do you think Wet Wednesdays, and obviously you're doing these live streams on Twitch, which has obviously helped your branding reach out to a whole new different kind of audience. And obviously 
it allows you to deep dive into different music and you're exploring more stuff. Has has Wet Wednesdays helped with that? Oh, amazingly. The, the, you know what? Okay, so that was that's. I guess that's a real silver lining for COVID for me. Would be mm. you know getting the XDJXZ unit in the house because I haven't had decks or CDJs. In, in my possession since I lived back in New York pre-2004. So, you know, having being able to DJ and doing it live for people when there weren't any shows was was a huge game changer. Number one, I had four to eight hours, four to eight hours of practice every single week when it was when I was mm-hmm. doing it in the thick of it. Um, and now I'll do it every couple of weeks still and just kind of be there and chat with people and everything. But the amount of people that I've met at the shows post-COVID that come like, I'll watch you every week on Twitch. That's so cool um, in terms of what you're able to play you know i i've definitely expanded the range there's no way i could have um i could stick to the <coughs> the pre-covid mold that i was doing before where it was like mm. melodic trance 138 138 to 142 every single time now a lot more techno a lot more progressive style stuff that'll just pitch up a bit i still kind of play around the same speed but definitely really open to so many more sounds and do you find that that's now creeping into your your club sets as well because you are pitching them up and going, no, actually, this does work. This does sound good. And it creates that bit more of a oh, different time. tapestry to your sets. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I do, you know, uh, so many times you'll find the tracks that are that are relatively unassuming have the biggest um, responses on the dance floor. And I guess d- doing these Twitch sets made me a bit more brave in terms of what I will floor test, um, whether it's from me or by somebody else. And also whether it's something I make as well. Um, mm. It's It's got a complete influence on what I set set forth to do in the studio. Um, like, okay, today I'm going to do something with no melody at all. And, you know, you know, whether or not I see it through to completion, it's it's something that, you know, makes me want, willing to try. Jim, what is Sean Tyus's favorite Sean Tyus track? What is the track that you can sit back and still listen to and go, wow, I made this. That's crazy. That's something that still still does the job for me. I, th- I, I would have to go with Zahi, the one I did a collab with uh, Bjorn Ackerson with. I mean, <laughs> the original one. And that was the reason that I did the 2022 remix of it uh, this year, because it's just that melody to me is uh, and, and I bet you were going to expect me to say lift, but no, it's it's totally not lift. I mean, yeah, I guess it, I guess it's very similar to somebody asking Darude to play Sandstorm uh, on an even on his would be even greater scale. But mm-hmm. um, for me, it for me it's it's Zahi that 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 holds mm-hmm. just the way the melody is structured. Um, it came together smooth, and and I guess the, they always say you know the best melodies come together quick, and that one did come together quick. And it's just you know when you get that when you have that melodic structure done, the song writes itself and that's how that original was done and did you sit back when you wrote it and go oh my god that is something special or did, was it a slow burner when you started getting a bit more reaction on the dance floor or well, you, you know some, yeah. <laughs> well, you you know, know, what, some what, producers what, are like, we're all a bit crazy we're like this isn't good enough this is you know we all go a bit mad about so you know if well it's, here's my if test here's my test if if I don't ever I, I, whether I'm alone or in company of other people I try my best to not lean forward and suck my own cock so hard so mm-hmm. like I would rather um you know that moment where you push your chair back that you've been sitting in and you're actually standing up dancing to it then you know you got it and have you, have you got like a big track that you're hammering right now that you can't get enough of well um it's going to be this this coming there's a new trans track it's currently named alpha but it might get renamed um 
you know, contingent on the vocals that I have planned for it. Um, but we, we have to see. It might not even, it doesn't necessarily need vocals, but I kind of wanted to take it up to that, you know, get get the whole thing up to 11. But mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, so that is going to be the track that I'm going to be caning every single set for potentially the entire uh, fall into winter. Uh, potentially longer, because I like the melody more than anything else. More than Zahi, even. Wow. So, yeah. And, uh, and, and will that be ready for Trans Sanctuary? Absolutely. It's ready now. Um, it's just, Perfect. you know, I'm kind of keeping hold, keeping a leash on it until I know if the vocals are going to happen or not. But by then, by then it has to it has to be ready. I've I've given myself my own deadline, even though it's a regen track. I've given myself my own deadline of the beginning of November for release. So it's got to be soon. Yeah, you don't want to get down the the route of forever tweaking, do you? I guess that's no. The- <laughs> that's the point. That is it, right? Because it, it doesn't get any better. You the, the law of diminishing returns, right? Uh, yeah, bane of my life. Say that for sure. <laughs> the bane of my life. Uh, <laughs> You're going to be doing a 60-minute mix for the podcast. Um, Is this going to be a kind of like a Wet Wednesday-style mix, or is it going to be very much driven to what you're going to be playing at at the party in November? It'll be both, because I mean, I I don't think I deviate too much from what I play on Wet Wednesday, though I might might play a stuff that's a little bit less of a guarantee uh, Mm -hmm. of crowd reaction on Wet Wednesday, just for testing. So more stuff that is just, you know, that are going to be, that I know that are going to be working in the venue um, and potentially one or two, uh, you know, kind of more out there, left field, uh, you know, uh, curveballs, let's say. And of course, maybe a classic or two thrown in for good measure. Of course. Of course, maybe the Tiesto Suburban Train remix. That's actually, but I would ne- see. That's the thing. When people go, "Are you going to do trance roots?" Because you know, I don't call it classics classics. I don't. I, I always feel like that that kind of like dates them. So I call it trance roots, and I just call it classics two seconds ago, right? But um, I call it trance roots because it's our it's our roots. You know, it's it's what we fell mm. in love with. So um, I, I I never ever play my own tunes in those sets because I feel it's also like yeah, I'm like I'm not going to give myself that compliment. That's for somebody else to do. <laughs> <laughs> What is your what is your what is your kind of like go to classic trance? What, what for you like of epitomizes the trance sounds? Oh, let's say, I have to look. I'm going to take you with me over to my right side right now and just quickly take a look. I have to see. I change my opinion on this all the, all, all the time. Yeah, to to it's 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 probably the worst question you can ever ask a DJ because it does change your mood and or feeling place and. You know what? Right now, classic, uh, trance roots wise, uh, mind circles, you know, um, St. John and Locust, uh, but the Mm. Passiva remix. Yeah. It's a sexy remix because he added basically a third on the, a third interval on the melody and it fucking works so good. Mmm. Yeah. Great, great tune. And something that probably, you know, you everyone always goes for the the standout simple classics, but or roots as we as as you call them. So I like the underdogs. I love the underdogs, right? Yeah, for sure. Maybe uh, s- slip that into the, uh, the the folder for Trans Sanctuary. Maybe I'm sure there'll be plenty of fans who'd like to hear that again. Yeah, special ministry so. system I, for that crowd, no doubt, definitely. Cool, Sean Tice. We look forward to seeing you uh, in November for Trans Sanctuary's Carnage event. Thank you, Alan. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Thank you, Alan. That was great. <laughs> So that was Sean Tyus there with a real exclusive interview with him. His mix is coming up now. This is the Trans Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Bates.
Hello, Trans Sanctuary community. This is Sean Tyus, and I'm so pleased to be coming back next month on the 12th of November over to Carnage, put on by our friends Trans Sanctuary. I've been asked to do this very special guest mix for you all. So here we go. And a little bit of a teaser as to what is to come next month over at Carnage London. See you then. This is the Trans Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Banks.
the Trance Sanctuary guest mix. When the end seems ever closer and the flames are burning low, it's okay to say you're weary. We are walking in the footsteps of a long and traveled road, and it only takes an Ooh. 
You're listening. You're listening to Trance Sanctuary. The Trance Sanctuary Guest Mix.
This is the Trance Sanctuary Podcast with Alan Banks. Hey, this is Sean Tyus, and you're listening to my promo mix for Trans Sanctuary Presents Carnage for this upcoming 12th of November at Ministry of Sound.
The Trump Sanctuary Guest Mix. So that about wraps it up for this episode. Don't forget to secure your tickets for the upcoming November party. Brian Carney, that man just then, Sean Tyus, Paul Denton, Will Reese, and many more gracing the decks at Ministry of Sound. And of course, our after party at Egg, Will Reese, Amos and Ryan Knight, Ed Lynham, and more. Tickets, go through transsanctuary.com. That is the official place. And I mentioned at the start of the show as well, we've been announcing another party, our New Year's Day party. The lineup has just been announced. Tickets are now on sale, transsanctuary.com. Come and check us out across two rooms, a classic room and an upfront room. We are the lakes of Lange, Jorn van Deenhoven, Lost Witness, Paul Webster, Zero and Pitch, Ashley Walters, Vic Light, Jules and some guy called Alan Banks will all be uh, playing at the party on January the 1st. New Year's Day, head to transsanctuary.com, secure yourself a ticket for yet again what will be another stellar party. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Catch up on the episodes, send us your messages, it'd be great to hear from you. I think we've got one more episode before November 12th, so I'll see you then. Keep up to date with all our events at transsanctuary.com. Like us at facebook.com slash transsanctuary. Follow us at twitter.com slash transsanctuary.